And now, here's your host of Shaping Success, Wes Tankersley. What is up, everyone? Welcome to Shaping Success. I'm your host, Wes Tankersley. It's been a while since I have done an episode. Last week, I was out of the country, which was very interesting. So my buddy Wolf K guest hosted. It was something that I thought about for a while, and I thought, you know what? Hell, I'm going to do this. We're going to see what happens. We're going to try this out. And it was a pretty good show. Um, You know, there's always questions and things like that that you get nervous about allowing other people to kind of take over, you know, your show. But Wolf is working really hard on that positivity conduit, you know, and that's something that we kind of share in common. He's built the West, uh, the website, West at West Tankersley.com or West Tankersley.com. Go check it out. Um, go see what is on there. We're working on the merch store right now. we got the new move forward shirts that are coming out. If you are a Patreon, if you support for three months, you get one of those. So Nikki Pab, thank you for being a Patreon. If you guys want to be a Patreon and support the show, just go to westankersley.com, sign up for that. Um, and we'll get some more monthly updates and things like that going on. You know, maybe you can get some personal conversation with me on Signal or something like that. So, um, and we'll talk about that. What do you guys want to see as Patreons? But uh, Nikki will be getting her uh, Move Forward t-shirt as soon as the red comes in because we are introducing red as one of the colors in the color palette. So we've got all the Shaping Success t-shirts with uh, green, blue, and black, but now we're adding red for the Move Forward, and you can get the Move Forward shirts on any of those colors. So go check it out if you want to support the show. All proceeds to that go to helping me to upgrade the show to help you have better sound, have better quality, and great interviews. I haven't done an interview in a while, but I just actually scheduled one. So next week, I'll be interviewing someone, um, and that should... I'll decide when I'm going to release that one. I may have a couple solo episodes coming out before that because it's been the whole season. I haven't done an interview yet. Well, I did a couple in the beginning, but we're going to move back to doing some interviews here and there. Uh, If you have any guest ideas or great people like that, Dennis Moralda, who was one of the guests, introduced me to a guy and we are going to do an interview with him. I recently was gone. As I mentioned before, I went to Cancun on a business trip. This is the first time that I've been on vacation in a very long time. As a matter of fact, I think that it would be the first time that I call a vacation since I got married. We had our five-year anniversary, and we went to Hawaii for our five-year anniversary. So that's been, you know, we've been married 23 years now. So it's been a while. It's been a while since we got to go on one. Um, Luckily, it was a business trip. I was able to go with one of the um, manufacturers who manufacture winter coverings that I sell. So thanks to them for doing that, and thank you for my boss who allowed me to get to go do that. It was an interesting thing, though. I've never been out of the country. I had to get a passport, got one before COVID. We were planning on going to England uh, for a vacation at one point. And uh, for our 20-year anniversary, we were going to go to England, and COVID happened, and it never happened. So this time when you know I got offered Cancun, I don't know, probably November, uh, with, with, my, with my boss, um, I was like, yeah, let's go. So we were able to leave the kids here, a little nerve-wracking. You know, Nolan is one and a half almost. Tatum is nine, going on 10. And it was a little tough to leave them. But it was really nice to spend some time with my wife and get to enjoy her and and enjoy some other things that were going on in Cancun. Still a little nerve-wracking because when you go into another country, you're really concerned with a lot of stuff that's going on. And a couple weeks back, there had been like, a murder of four people. And you're like, Oh my gosh, we're going to this place. And then as we're sitting there in Wednesday, I'm in a business meeting. Cause there was a short, like, this is where the company is. This is what we're doing. This is where we're going. 
I get a text message from my dad. He said, hey, you guys okay? And he'd send me the video or the picture of the report saying that eight more people were killed in Cancun at a, at a resort. Well, we were staying at a resort, all-inclusive resort, which was awesome. Never done that before either. But um, luckily, we weren't there. So vacation, it's a good thing to have. And I'm glad that uh, I get the opportunity to do that. But we're back now, right? And, um, you know, I wanted to continue on talking about a couple things uh, with the seven habits of highly effective people. Last episode, before Wolf filled in for me, we talked about being proactive and, and doing those things to put yourself in the proper position to be successful with what you're doing. And I was talking to a former student of mine the other day, and I just was like sitting there thinking, you know, there's so many things that I am grateful for. And I know that I've said this before, but I'm going to tell you again in college, because I, when I went to college, I have my master's degree and I got through two degrees with essentially not knowing or not reading a whole book, right? They want you to read the book that they give you for the classes, but what you become is a slave to the finding the right answer to put down in the paper, finding the right information to uh, get the question right on the test, right? And it doesn't really teach you how to learn. It just teaches you how to take a test or how to write a paper. And I think that a lot of people think that college is more than that. And I, I just don't. There were some college experiences that I got that were related to what I was doing. You know, like when I student taught, when I actually got to be in a classroom and teach kids how to do things, that was very beneficial to me. I didn't learn anything until I started teaching on my own. I learned how to handle things. I learned how to grade things. I learned how to do things like that. But I didn't learn how to manage kids or manage people by sitting in a college classroom. And I had some really good professors and I love them. But the fact of the matter is, is that I really, really didn't need what they told me I needed. And that was a tough thing. And when I started this podcast, a friend of mine said, hey, you know, um, what do you read? I'm like, I don't read. Why would I read? I don't need to. And this was when I started to read this book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. It was funny because that friend of mine was much younger than me and said, hey, read the book. You need to read this. You need to read for things that are going to help you. And it was funny because when I was talking to this former student of mine yesterday, I was like, he's like, talking he's asking me about like he just graduated college he's going he's working for a place he's getting really good um, benefits and things like that but he's had like he applied for 100 jobs when he got out of college he got this one right away but other people are reaching out to him he's like well how do you weigh those options how do you decide if it's worth leaving someone to go work somewhere else and i was talking to him about it and i started thinking you know like for me it's always been about wanting to have my own business, wanting to be a part of something, trying to build something. And that's what this podcast is. I'm trying to build this to the point where I don't need that, you know? Um, and I, I don't know, it's going to happen. But I'm going to continue grinding and continue pushing to do that. In order to do that, though, you have to be proactive. I posted a TikTok video talking about today, like someone said, how do you do it? How do you have all the time, right? And I am very structured in what I do. I have a process in everything that I do. I make it so that my job is much quicker, more efficient every single time. And then if someone tells me, hey, maybe try this or hey, maybe try that to make my job, my life easier, that's where the proactivity comes in, right? 
What can you do to make it easy? So that's the first habit, right? Was being proactive, which is what we talked about the last episode. But the next one is this, okay? And he was talking to me, my friend was talking, or my student was talking to me about what he wanted to do. And I said, well, what's your goal? You know, like, what is the goal that you have? He said, you know, well, I want to buy an apartment, that like a fourplex or a duplex, live in one, and then rent out the other three or two, you know, other one. And I said, well, okay, so you have the goal, right? So what's the end result that needs to happen? And for well, I got to buy the, I got to buy the apartment. Okay. So now what, what do you do when you begin with the end in mind, which is habit number two, how do you make that happen? The end in mind is to have this apartment to make it make residual con, uh, residual money for you so that you don't have to really pay for your part, but you can use the parts that the other people are paying to pay for yours, right? It's passive income. So what does that mean? You have to know what the end result is, and then you have to work it backwards and figure out what are all the things that you have to do. So you have to break it down. You can't just go into something not knowing how to make it happen, right? You have to do the research. And and, and what I told him was I said, if you don't know what it's going to take, he goes, well, what's the first thing you need? He's like, I need money. All right, okay. So you know that you need money. What I would suggest is going to go and find someone who does what you want to do and you research them. So like with podcasting, I do that. Like I listen to other podcasters. I talk to Jay every single day about what we can do to make this better. What can we do to make your own luck? What can you do to make those things happen? And one of those things is to continue to do it every single day, right? And to continue to be consistent in what you're doing. But you can consistently do this. I could sit here and I could talk to you. I've been doing it for four years and not change anything and then nothing will happen, right? I'm not that interesting, but I am interested in growth and I'm interested in making people better and I'm interested in working towards that goal of teaching people how to do things. And by doing this, by talking, I've become better at it. Wolf, you know, he wants to be a podcaster. Uh, Nikki Pavlovich, Patreon supporter, she wants to be a podcaster. Like there are these things that people want to do, but they don't know how to do it. So what you have to do is, number one, you got to start, right? So you got to be proactive. You got to figure out what it is that you want to do. Then you got to figure out what the end result's going to be. And then you got to back plan it. And once you do that, you have the steps. Now, it doesn't mean that you got the plan, right? It just means that you've thought about it and you've worked through it and you've tried to figure out what is the difference? What should you do? How can you make it happen? And that's what's so important about beginning with the end in mind. If you do not begin with the end in mind, if you don't know what the end result is, then you're never going to be chasing that goal. And that's, that's what's so very important about setting goals. Um. Most people don't set those goals, right? Like they just say, I want to do this, but they don't understand what that means. And that's when those smart goals that we've talked about before come in very important because are come in very helpful because smart goals are something that you have to do and you have to give yourself time-based goals and things like that. So what is a smart goal? Here it is right here. It's a, it's a specific measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-bound thing. So 
So anyone can say, I want to be a YouTuber, right? But what, what does that mean? What's, what's specific about that? I want to be a YouTuber. Not a whole lot, just you want to be a YouTuber. But you change that goal to, I want to be a YouTube sensation in two years. And, um, you know, and, and then you add that in there. Like you have, you have like specific things about that goal. Like, what are you going to do? Then you, then you decide, okay, so I want to be a YouTube sensation in two years. What am I going to do to do that? So that's when beginning with the end in mind comes. You have to decide what is it going to take? How are you going to measure two years? Well, two years is two years, right? 65 times two, that's two years. Uh, achievable. Is it possible for you to become a YouTube sensation? It is. You got to put in the work, right? It's possible. So it is achievable. Is it relevant? You know, is it, is it something that can actually get you where you want to be? Is it a relevant thing? And then you gave yourself time. You gave yourself the two years. So how do you measure that? All right, what is a YouTube sensation? You know, I mean, I've got 1,500 YouTube followers, right? Or subscribers. Is that a sensation? How do you know? Do the homework. Figure out like how many subscribers do you need to have in order to make that money, right? Because the idea is to get, you got to get over 1,000, right? to be able to be monetized. You have to have 4,000 watch hours. So how are you going to achieve that? Are you going to do it through shorts? Are you going to do it through putting long form videos out? Are you going to do it through interacting with people? Are you going to promote it in different places? What are all those things that you have to do to make that happen? So those are the things that I like to think about. You know, I like to, in my mind, tell myself that there are, there's more to it. The thought process is, is that you have to work in order to make it happen, right? So what are those things that you have to do in order to achieve that goal? Here's an example of a smart goal, all right? I'm going to study daily so I can ace chemistry. So what's measurable? I have monthly quizzes to evaluate. So you're using those monthly quizzes to help you know that where you're at, Okay. It's achievable. I'm good in school so I can get great grades. So that means that you are able to do it, right? So it's not like, it's not like I'm going to be a pro athlete, right? Is that going to be, I'm 42 years old. Is that really achievable? Am I going to be a pro athlete? I, mean, I don't know what, what I could be a pro athlete in right now at this age, right? So it's not, it's possible, but low, low probability, right? Um, but I'm good in school and I get grade grades when I focus. Is it relevant? I want to graduate at the top of my pl- class. So why? Why do you why do you want to do it? Right? And then you you have that you have that time. That goal doesn't have a time in it though. Um I'm going to study daily so I can ace my chemistry. Measurable, achievable, relevant. The time base is not there because it doesn't tell you when what the time base is by the end of the year, by the end of the week. Okay. So those are the things that I think about, you know, like when you're reading these books, when you're going through there, you're starting to think, um, how can I relate this to my life? And that is one of those things that I also do. I relate the things to my life. I love talking to Jay because Jay will give you these examples of things all the time. If you haven't listened to him, he'll talk about like, well, that's not like this or that or whatever. Like when I was in high school, this is what I did. You know, um, 
And it's almost like I call them J parables because it's like listening to a Bible, like, you know, um, kind of like the tortoise and the hare, right? So the hare is just going to beat the tortoise. That's all there is to it. And the tortoise always says slow and steady wins the race, right? So you sit there and you, and you think about that. The hare is going a hundred miles an hour, making mistakes left and right, getting slowed down or whatever. And the tortoise is just staying on the straight line. And what happens? The tortoise ends up beating the hare, even though the hare is so much faster because the tortoise stays the course. So are you staying the course? But you have to have that course first, right? So beginning with the end of the mind is creating that course for you, that course to follow, that path to be on. And it doesn't mean that it's always going to be a straight line, right? There may be bumps in the roads. There may be that time when you need to take that lateral step. But when you continue to move forward over and over again, those things will happen. Next time, we're going to talk a little bit more about the next, uh, the next habit, right? So there's seven of these habits, and I want to talk a little bit about each one of them. But the next one is put things first, put first things first. And um, if you haven't checked out this book, I, I highly recommend it. There are a bunch of really good books. We talked about The Go-Giver, which is a really good one. It's a short read. This one's a little bit longer. But there's a lot of like lessons and parables in this. And I often think when I read some of these books, it's like, how do I relate this to me? And a lot of these things I do on my own. So figure that out. Don't just read it. Think about how that relates to your life. You know, like being on time, right? I, I hate, I hate being late. I hate being late. I am usually like 15 minutes early if I can. But there's times where I get scheduled like for my job where I'm in Caldwell and I got to get to Boise, which is like half hour, 45 minutes. And I got 15 minutes to get there because there was poor planning on the behalf of the person who was putting in the scheduling, whoever that may be. And it drives me crazy when I can't be there on time. But what I do like is when someone says you're right on time or you're early or thanks for being here. You know, I mean, they're thankful that, but when you're late, you're late and it's a bad impression. The first impression is the one that makes the most sense, right? So being on time and being there. Something that I learned from my coach in football. How do I relate that in my life? If you're not, you know, if you're not 10 minutes early, you're five minutes late. Be ready, be prepared. Begin with the end in mind. And it will start to put you on that path to achieve those goals that you're looking for. So go out and be proactive. Begin with the end in mind. And we're going to talk about putting first things first next time. Thanks for hanging out with me. Please make sure that you like, share, and review the show. If you can support on Patreon, that would be great. Go ahead and hit the link in bio. You can always go and share any post that you um, see that really brings meaning to you. And I really appreciate everyone for supporting me and helping me out. We got a little bit over 300 downloads so far in the first uh, two days of this week, which is quite a bit. That means that someone else is listening to the show. Make sure that you subscribe. If you're checking it out on YouTube, please leave comments. Let me know if you have any questions. You can email me, Wes, at westankersley.com anytime. Go check out the website, westankersley.com. If you want any gear, if you want any stickers, let me know. Until next time, I challenge you to find the shape of your success.